There's this thing that happens where sometimes you feel like the only person at a cocktail party who's hiding a terrible secret that everybody else knows what they're doing and everybody else is like light years and lifetimes better than you could ever dream to be. And you're hiding out like some kind of fraud. Like it's just a matter of seconds before someone, I don't know, catches your scent on the wind and all of a sudden you're exposed and you're caught out. And everybody will just know that you're not very good at this and that it'll be a huge problem and you'll be drummed out or run out on a rail or kicked out to some colony or something and left to, you know, die in the wastelands. This feeling exists in every single creative endeavor. And it is, despite what we tell ourselves, felt not just by you, but by everybody. Every single person who makes a thing has multiple moments. And when I say moments, I don't mean like five seconds. I mean, this stuff can last for years. It can last for a lifetime. Multiple times in your life, you can encounter this, this feeling of not belonging, of not being good enough, of playing pretend and trying to hide the truth as if any second now, it's all going to come crashing down. Multiple times in your life, you'll feel this. Whether it's one project or two projects or 10 projects or 30 years of this stuff, it's just everywhere. Now, part of the reason why it's everywhere is because we as a society, as a collective group, don't do nearly enough to praise and celebrate our artists anymore. We don't talk a lot about, oh, hey, look at that statue, or oh, hey, look how great that picture is you took, or oh, this is such a cool thing you made by hand. We, we talk about that in the small scale. You get two friends and they give you a thumbs up emoji when you text them about it. But we as a society don't recognize the wonder and joy enough of creation, and we don't validate it and legitimize it in place of its commodification. We are so quick to slap a price tag on things and so quick to remind people that you're only as good as your last successful sale in production. Not so much the joy of crafting it, not so much about exploring the feelings you have around crafting it. And we don't steer those conversations towards talking about how we feel. We steer those conversations towards how we can succeed as if financial success and emotional depth are two things you know, light years apart. And that perpetuates this feeling that absolutely positively keeps us all from time to time feeling like this. Because what happens on social media? What do we encounter more than anything else? The two extremes in response, people talking about how hard it is and people talking about how greatly they've succeeded. And it seems to us like there's only those two states, like there's only those two things we can have. We can either be absolutely lost and paralyzed and pissed off and confused and tired and worn down and exhausted and unsure of what's next, or we're signing a big giant deal and cashing huge fat checks and blowing up and being part of the zeitgeist and succeeding on levels beyond what we even dreamed of. And while those two states exist, they are by no means the only two states. That sense of not belonging doesn't go away just because you've made it. That sense of not belonging just moves from a different echelon. When you're unpublished, 
and you're seeing other people finish drafts, you feel like you don't belong. When you're first published, you're looking at people who got larger advances, have more sales, have bigger audiences, can engage differently than you can. They do different marketing that seems to catch on faster or stronger than yours. And you say to yourself, well, now I don't feel legitimate as a first-time author. As your career persists, assuming it persists, as your career persists, you look at people having longer and longer careers with more and more successes and things capitalizing for them and developing for them. All of a sudden, they're writing books, then they're making comics, then they're getting a TV deal, then they're making a podcast, and they're leveraging a movie thing, and then they're doing this and doing that, and you're just out here trying to get five sales on that second book, and you tell yourself you don't belong. There's always going to be a tier. There's always going to be a level where you swear you don't belong. And again, it's just because we don't accept people and we don't condition each other to care enough. Yeah, we want to know what you're doing. Yeah, we want to talk about how well it's going. But if there's always that goal in mind. We always talk about things in terms of how close are you to done? Are you ready to query? Are you publishing? Did you press the button? Are you ready to sail? You know, what about your pre-orders? What about your newsletter? We always talk about it in terms of the next business step. And so few of our conversations, so few of our ideas and our steering around this stuff is ever about how do you feel making a thing? Are you happy? Do you enjoy it? Are you able to divorce this idea of business from it even for a few minutes to say, fuck yeah, I made this great thing. It's super cool. I can't wait to tell somebody about it. I can't wait to have this and be in somebody's hands, not because I want their $3.99, but because I think this story will move them. We don't accept artists, so we leave our artists feeling like imposters. And when we talk about imposter syndrome, this language we use is that we're trying to elude it. We're trying to hide from it. We're trying to outrun it as if it's pursuing us, as if it's the monster under the bed who's going to creep out and get us if we're not careful, when instead it could be something else. It could be a reality we accept, that there are creative periods and fallow periods. And there are times where what we need to do is not double down on working harder and pushing ourselves in directions maybe we shouldn't go for capitalist reasons we shouldn't honor, but maybe we should take a minute and reassess. Maybe we should take a minute and catch our breath. Maybe we should take a minute and just consider if what we're doing we could be doing with better help, if what we were doing we could do with some tools, if what we were doing we could do after we take a minute and stop and give ourselves some grace and some gratitude. Imposter syndrome is absolutely the thing, the cancer and the poison that sits in every single creative group because we either deny its existence or we fight against it ardently or we lie about it or we wallow in it. And instead, the fix and the way we get through this is solidarity and community and support and understanding that no one is an imposter. We're just trying to do our best. And sometimes we don't get the support and the validation that we want. And we are too scared. We are conditioned and traumatized not to ask for it. My challenge to you today, ask for it. Take a look for it. See what you can do. Give that some thought. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.